Welcome back, everyone. I hope you had a wonderful Christmas Day yesterday. We are here today, uh, Leslie Boomer and Mr. Phil Harwood. Hi, Leslie. How are you? Good. How are you? All's good. All is Great. well. Yep. We are really kind of in the midst of the holiday th- season between Christmas and New Year's. And there's a lot to be said about this time of year. It's very hectic. But it's also a blessed, blessed time. Absolutely. So let's talk about that. Yeah. Well, thanks, Leslie. Um, So for this week's blog, I titled it, It's a Miracle. And, uh, you know, as you know, Leslie, I grew up playing hockey. Uh And so, you know, sometimes when I hear the word miracle, I I think of the miracle on ice. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) Because, I mean, truly the world stopped when the men's U.S. Olympic team beat the Russians because, you know, nobody saw this coming. This was completely unforeseen. And it was it was amazing. It was remarkable. And yeah. everyone, I'll never forget, everyone just stopped what they were doing and just went, wow, this really happened. Like people hit the streets celebrating. Everyone took a big pause and just went, wow. Yeah. Because, you know, you remember the, the U.S. team was just a – bunch of, you know, young college kids who got thrown together, had to practice their butts off for a few months to get ready for the Olympics. And and they weren't a experienced together team that had played for decades like the Russians. The Russians were like old men. Not old, <laughs> but they were in their prime, but they were mm-hmm. seasoned veterans who had spent decades together and they were I mean, they could just destroy everyone. Plus, if you're not a hockey player, and you don't, maybe you you won't understand this or appreciate it. But you know, on on U.S. rinks where you know we grew up playing hockey, the rink is smaller. And if you play on a on a uh, anywhere else outside the U.S., you play on a a Olympic sized sheet of ice. It's considerably wider and longer. Yeah, that's that's a huge difference. It's a huge difference, and so just the. The Russians, who had spent all those years, you know, playing on Olympic ice, knew all those angles. And I, I remember the first time I played on, on Olympic ice, I used to play defense when I played hockey, lefty. And I remember, you know, you just have a sense of where the net is and where the corner is. You're skating backward. You have the offender coming toward you. And, and all of a sudden, I turn around, and I think, okay, the net's like right here and I turn around and look like the net's way back there there's oh all this gosh. ice so I was like oh my god I'm so disoriented right now I have no idea what's going on and so just a just an incredible thing that happened especially as a hockey player but oh, you know yeah. as as much of a miracle that was it wasn't really a true miracle like <laughs> well I mean it's a it's a phenomenal underdog story and who yes. doesn't love that it was a it's a game Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think I, on any given day, they say this all the time in college football, anybody can beat anybody anybody on any given Saturday. Uh-huh. Well, so maybe the U.S. boys just got lucky and the Russians partied too much the night before. I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, it was a miracle on ice. But honestly, <laughs> it wasn't a miracle. It was, hey, just pre- it was just pretty cool. It felt like a miracle <laughs> in Cleveland when we won the basketball well, that's true. <laughs> right? That was yeah. kind of a miracle. So that's I'm true. just saying. That's true. I get it. <laughs> but um, but um, 
more to the point of what I'm writing about in the in the blog post. You know, obviously we celebrated Christmas yesterday. Yes. The birth of Jesus for Christians around the world. And, you know, um, to me as a believer, um, that was a true miracle. A true because one. a true miracle is something that you can't explain. It violates the laws of nature. There's no mm. other way to explain it. That's right. Even even with all of our scientific knowledge and technology and everything, you know, something something went different here than what we thought. And it, the world stops and people take notice. Well, and the world really did stop. It's like people stopped and paid attention to this as the story goes. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so this is a historical event, whether you are a Christian in your faith or not. This is a historical event that actually really happened. Like Jesus was a real person, <laughs> documented, written about more extensively than any other person in the world ever, who ever lived. Um, but, uh, you know, I just, I, I felt compelled to write a little synopsis of, of what a miracle this was, his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And starting with the birth, because he was born to a virgin. Which is quite miraculous. Quite miraculous. And, and, if I might jump in here and say, it was predicted by an angel. It was. And and she said yes to something so absolutely frightening. Yeah, and if you look back through the scriptures, Jesus' birth was predicted all the way back through the Old Testament over and mm-hmm. over and over again. Mm-hmm. In fact, most of what Jesus did was to fulfill prophecy from the Old Testament over and over and over and over again. Just unbelievable. But just starting with his birth, which is what we celebrated yesterday, just that miracle birth. Everyone knew it at the time, like from the shepherds in the field to the Magi who came from the east to King Herod, Herod who ordered that all the firstborn uh, sons get killed. I mean, everyone knew what went down at that time like this didn't happen in isolation right no no in fact there was there was a huge ripple response to this and and like you say right down to joseph her husband who at first was kind of like wait what and then saw the miracle of it all yeah i mean the family had to flee to egypt to to survive because or else jesus wouldn't would have been he wouldn't he would not have survived but the family came back and he grew up and, you know, he started his public ministry when he was in his early 30s. And it was a short ministry. It was only a few years before he was crucified. Which is kind of stunning, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Yeah. Completely mm-hmm. stunning. But so during that public ministry, I mean, just think of all the miracles that he performed. You know, turning water into wine, the feeding of thousands of people more than once with just a little bit of bread and fish, healing the blind, the sick, the crippled, the raising people from the dead. I mean, nobody had ever seen any of these things happen before. Yeah. And, and that was scandalous often. Absolutely. What he did did was viewed as, as scandalous. Absolutely. But these are true miracles. I mean, when someone's like so dead and so skanky and rotten that someone says, like warn, warns Jesus not to go in the room because how bad it's going to smell. Mm-hmm. And, the, and he walks out with this person alive. Yeah. I mean, that's a miracle. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then if you think, I know I wrote the blog about Jesus, but you think about 
Peter performing the same miracles mm -hmm. after Jesus's crucifixion and death and resurrection. That's even more amazing to me that Jesus was able to pass down those powers to his immediate disciples. But and and let's just not forget that Peter wasn't exactly a perfect dude. Absolutely either. not. Yeah, uh -huh. he was just a fisherman who was tagged, right? Uh -huh. Uh -huh. But these and miracles. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, he was, you know, he was kind of a mess up, mm -hmm. Peter. Right. Yep. Denied, scrappy, denied. Scrappy dude. Denied three times. Uh-huh. All the things. And yet. Right. And yet. And yet. So, so the miracles, again, didn't happen in a vacuum. They were very public. They were very well known. The news about all these miracles spread all over the region. And thousands of people started following Jesus everywhere he went. Just just to get a glimpse, to be able to touch maybe his his clothing or get be in his shadow and be healed and yes. just, it was incredible. But the greatest miracle wasn't any of those things. The greatest miracle was what happened after he was crucified on a cross, mm -hmm. which was predicted again. And he Jesus told his disciples, they didn't want to hear it, but he told them everything that was going to happen. In advance. Yeah. Yeah. So three, day, three days after he was crucified, he was miraculously risen from the dead. Yeah. And he went on to appear to his disciples over and over again so that they really understand, understood what happened, what the meaning was, what the purpose was, what the... Um, <clears throat> what was happening in, in just all the things that were going to be happening going forward. That's the greatest miracle is that this, this person named Jesus who was born into this world as a, as a real person, a real absolute historical person, was actually God. And he died for our sins. He took away all the punishment of my sin and your sin, paving the way for forgiveness, restoration, and eternal life. That's the true miracle. It certainly is. And it all began with that wonderful, sweet miracle that we celebrated yesterday. Yes. And you know what I just love about this miracle is because, you know, you said Peter wasn't a great, per a perfect person. Well, none of us are. And oh. there, there's absolutely nothing we can do to earn our salvation. Word. I mean, no way. No yeah. way. Even if we were the sweetest most, you know, giving, <laughs> life full of service type people in the world. There's our sin would still be more than that. We could never cover cover our sin with our own efforts. No, and that's I think one of the most beautiful things about the miracle of Jesus's life, death, and resurrection is that it's not about us. It's not about our perfection or our works or all the things that we do. It's all about him. Yeah. And it's merciful. It's, yes. we, we, do, we don't deserve this. Like we you don't deserve the gift. Can't earn mm -hmm. it. You can't so, earn it. To me, that's the greatest miracle of all. I don't know if you believe in miracles. Um, well, but I it, do. But, <laughs> but, if you, but if you can believe in the miracle of a hockey game, <laughs> maybe we can believe in the miracle of, of Jesus. Jesus. So um, thank you for that reflection because that takes a little bit of courage. Um, 
we are a business blog, but this is really kind of where the rubber meets the road, I'd, I'd say. Well, you know, Leslie, they say don't mix religion and politics and business and all this mm-hmm. stuff, right? Um, I don't agree with that. I, I think you, the more you are who you are, the more... It shows up. We connect yeah. with people. I think right. we just, let's just be honest with, with who we are and what we believe. Yeah, and the, the Christmas season is one that we all... Um, we do. All, of all faiths, of all those that, that do not um, believe, most people celebrate it in one way or another, even if it's just um, to remember to be kind. But mm-hmm. I appreciate um, you giving your, you know, speaking your heart to this. I, of course, am 100% in that that corner with you. And um, we hope that this brought something to think about for this wonderful season of hope and um, the beginning of that story. Yes. So thanks. Leslie. All right, Phil. Thank you. Thanks one and all. Um, blessings on the rest of your Christmas season and soon to be happy new year. And we look forward to, um, being with you again in 2024. Have a wonderful, happy new year.